Good morning. It's January 3rd, 2019. First episode of Trucking Nuts for the New Year. And it's a drinking coffee with Uncle Bonehead episode. Uh, this week, I'm going to talk about a well-documented and well-proven piece of technology. It can help you with your daily work as a truck driver better than any app on any phone iOS or Android. It's better than a GPS and it's even better than Google Maps. It can help you maneuver in tight spaces on the road at highway speeds and even get you out of a very dangerous situation. That's right. We're going to talk about the Citizens Band Radio or CB Radio. So yeah, I'm starting to enjoy these uh, morning coffee with Uncle Bonehead episodes. This is kind of got a different kind of fun. It's it's currently 5:15 a.m. I'm in West Memphis, Arkansas, and uh, like I said, it's Thursday, January 3rd, 2019. First episode. Let me take a sip here. Damn, that's hot. Good coffee. I love making my own coffee in the truck. It's awesome. Um, yeah, uh, this episode's probably going to be a little, what's the word I'm looking for, passionate. It's a rather uh, somewhat touchy subject for me. I'm a I'm an avid CB radio enthusiast. Um, I can't stand to drive without it, and I don't see how people can drive without them now, nowadays. But, uh, yeah, uh, just... So just just a quick disclaimer, if this is the first episode you've ever heard, there is a most likely going to be a cuss word or two that gets thrown out once or twice. I do try to keep the show family friendly, but please do remember and keep in mind that I am a truck driver and I do cuss a lot. And, and anyways, um, yeah. So let's get into the main topic. For some of you new drivers, your company may have a policy that you can't have a CB in your truck because they say it's distracted driving, you know, and blah, 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 blah. And I'll argue with them till till I'm blue in the face. But if it were me and my company told me I couldn't put a CB in my truck, I would tell them I'd quit and go drive for someone that allows it because uh, it's a safety thing. Um, And we're going to go over some reasons why it is a safety thing and not distracted driving it's a tool the same as a truck a truck is a tool to help you do your job I mean you have to have load locks or load bars or load straps um, if you're a flat better you have to have tarps you know and you have to wear you're supposed to wear your reflective vest and a back brace if you're doing all kinds of hand unloading stuff like I do but those are all safety tools. I consider a CB radio to be a safety tool. Um, the, just, just, just so you realize, you know, since we've got these electronic logbooks now, um, I know I've had, I've used the um, Qualcomm, and I've used Omnitrax. Uh, Qualcomm, if you get within an hour of your driving is up. It will flash a really annoying bright red little triangle on there 
that's distracting as hell while you're driving in the dark. Um, Omnitracks will flash the entire screen of the tablet will turn bright red and that's really bright in the dark. <laughs> so just so you know, hello pot, meat kettle. You know, they say you can't use a CB, but they stick that damn tablet or the Qualcomm in there and have flashing lights and bright warning signals to tell you that you're running close on time. That's pretty goddamn distracting in the dark. Um, up until this latest update on Omnitracks, you had to actually touch the screen and shut it off. Otherwise, it wouldn't shut that stupid thing off. But at least it would stop... Uh, at least now it you know just stays up for like a minute and then shuts off. Uh, oh, where do, I lost my place on the show notes. Uh, it says one thing about these e-logs that don't make sense is the warnings. Okay, yeah, that's it. Um, I know each company has different times to set up. You know, like you can set them up for an hour every 15 minutes after that or every half hour after that. Blah, 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 blah. But to actually have that stuff pop up while you're driving, that's a distraction. I mean, what if what if it's a blinding snowstorm or, or it's a really thick fog and you're struggling to see and all of a sudden the inside of your cab lights up bright red? That's just really freaking stupid. So, here we go. Here's a list of six important reasons to have a CB in your truck and use it. I mean, yeah, some people can get a CB and just turn it on and listen. That's just fine. But if you're not going to pick up the microphone and warn other people of situations, what's the sense in having the damn CB? But at least you, it keeps you protected, which is fine. Um, the number one reason, brake checks. It's You can stop the pileup. There's been, in the last couple of years, up around Chicago and in Michigan on Interstate 94, there's been these massive pileups. One of them in Michigan was like 200-some vehicles, and it was all because of a little snow squall. It wasn't even snowing that day, but it was a snow squall, you know, where you get just like some wind blows some snow out of the trees or whatever across the highway, and all of a sudden, it's a whiteout nobody can see. And traffic's moving on 94 anywhere from, you know, the trucks are supposed to be doing 65, but we're mostly, most likely doing 70. And the cars are doing like 80 to 85. And you're, try, you're you know, hauling ass along, and all of a sudden it's a whiteout, you can't see anything. Well, you know, if you had a CB radio, and a guy going the other way had a CB radio, he could have got on there and said, hey, westbound, back it down, you're running into a, a whiteout, and there's, there's a, a brake check right in the middle of the whiteout. You could slow down before you get to the whiteout and possibly not run over people. Um, look on YouTube for Interstate 94, or I-94, uh, what do they call it, 200 car pileup or something like that on YouTube. And there's people just stood out there with their cell phones and watching these trucks and cars just, I mean, you, they come up on it and it's like they're out of nowhere, boom. And you know, it's it's creepy and it's scary because it's quiet, and you can actually hear the tires sliding on the ice and the snow, and then all of a sudden you hear the metal crunch, and and you see people running from 
from their cars as the trucks coming in, and it's 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 just freaking fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry, I said the f word, but it's why we've got the tools. Use the fucking tools. Save lives. Don't be stupid. Um, reason number two. Ease of maneuvering a 75 foot long, 13 and a half foot tall, 8 and a half foot wide truck at highway speeds. You're running along and you're being passed by somebody. You don't know how tired that guy is that just passed you or whether he's optimum in the area of driving he may not be able to tell how far he is he could have dirty mirrors he could not maybe not tell how far he is away from you what if he comes over a little bit too early what are you going to do he's going to take the nose off of your truck and probably put you in the ditch or say you're the one that's passing somebody and the guy speeds up which is quite quite wow i don't know if you guys can hear that train horn or not but um what if he is he speeds up which is one of these things that is really getting fucking annoying the last oh his last couple of (laughs) years it's like you pass somebody and they speed up it's been really bad over the holidays with the four-wheelers let me tell you they were driving extra stupid on 30 and 40 from uh, Monday or no Sunday through yesterday they were absolutely retarded you'd pass them and then they would speed up yesterday I understand because it was raining and they don't like it when you pass them in the rain because you get all that spray and they can't see well if you don't want to do that if you don't want to be passed maintain your speed don't slow down and speed up slow down speed up slow down that is so damn annoying and i'll go over that in another episode but uh yeah it's it's so much easier to maneuver the truck on the highway especially if you're in a brake check already heavy traffic you know like like you know dallas and rush hour traffic you can you know communicate with the other drivers around you to get around stuff you know there's you know, there's a wreck or something. You can instead of sit trying to flash your lights at everybody, you can let people over, or you can tell people what you need to do or what's going on in front of you, so that they can make make the uh, appropriate adjustments to get to where you know ease the traffic along. It's it's just plain and simple common sense. Um, reason number three: communication of road conditions and weather. This is, goes along with the brake checks. You can tell... Uh, and CBs aren't just for telling everybody where the cops are at. And they're not just for, you know, figuring out where the lot lizards are at. <laughs> it's just... They are a communication tool. You can, So you can talk to somebody and say, Hey, you're going to hit a patch of black ice at the 140 yardstick. Or you can say, hey, you're going to run into snow from about you know, 180 down to the 160. And then you're out of it and then you've got dry roads. Or you, you, know, you can tell other people, hey, there's a tornado. I can see a tornado in the distance. You know, Maybe we should stop. <laughs> you, know, you could do that kind of shit. But uh, you can't 
if you if you're relying on a traffic app on your phone <coughs> or you're relying on you know it's it's just common sense okay i'm gonna take a break right now and get me a couple of sips of coffee while you listen to this from our sponsor okay reason number four yeah four getting directions and information now there's been a lot of times you know i was told back when i was training back in back in my day i was told to always act like you know where you're going and uh which is fine and dandy but you don't always know where you're going (laughs) um if you're lost looking for a ship or a receiver uh or just looking for a way around a backup or whatever you can get directions and information on the cb um that's that's you know we went over that in the trucker lingo you know uh how about some break one nine how about some local info that means help me my ass is lost um so yeah you know you get directions and information to shippers and receivers and how to get out of places get into places um another which leads into number five you can communicate with shippers and receivers there's a lot of places you go but they're starting to weave out we you know there's a lot of shippers and receivers that still do communicate with the drivers over the cb um whether it's the guard shack or whether it's the actual shipping and receiving office they will get on the radio and they will tell the drivers what door to go to um you can check in on the radio all that fun stuff and and it's it's awesome to have and do but a lot of drivers nowadays don't have the radio so they're just taking your phone numbers well i don't know about you but i don't give out my phone number just to anybody um nine times out of ten when somebody i go someplace and they ask me for my phone number i say ain't got one or i ain't got a signal here but they're not getting my phone number um and i i do the same with brokers too and we'll go over that in a totally different episode um (laughs) uh and finally the last reason is helping maneuvering in tight spots to back into or inside of a a shipping or receiving yard a warehouse whatever you can actually you know say it's 20 20 degrees below zero and there's a guy trying to back into this parking spot next to you yeah you can bundle up and get out there and you know wave at him but at three o'clock in the morning i ain't getting my ass out of the truck in minus 20 degree weather to help somebody back in i'll holler at them on the radio and turn my lights on on the truck not the headlights but the, the marker lights so that he can see where i'm at and i will yell at him on the radio and tell him hey you know come on back get under it a little bit more a little bit to the left a little bit to the right that kind of thing but you know it's for my own safety too because you know if it's if it's snowing and icy out and you're outside trying to spot somebody backing in you could slip and fall underneath the wheels and he not see you slip and fall underneath the wheels and run you right over so yes the cb radio is a safety tool and uh, i don't care what anybody says another reason another good reason to have the, the cb 
is for places like in Little Rock or over in Jackson, Tennessee, the barbecue man in Little Rock and Exit 87 Barbecue, they, they both monitor 19 and they will take orders, take your order before you even get to the damn exit. Uh, the barbecue stand, they've got truck parking, but uh, barbecue man over in Little Rock, he doesn't have truck parking, but there's three big truck stops there and he will deliver to you. He will bring you your food and he is worth it. So go check out Barbecue Man in Little Rock the next time you're through there. And Exit 87 Barbecue, they've got a big radio and they can talk. See, I I delivered to Milan, Tennessee, which is about an hour, 15, 20 minutes away from Jackson. I can hear them in Milan, Tennessee easily on the radio like they were sitting right, you know, like I was sitting in their parking lot. So it's it's they they got some damn good food uh exit 87 barbecue i can't talk enough good enough about them i'll i'm one of these days the next time i get over to jackson i'm going to record a short interview with them they are awesome and they cater to the truck drivers as their primary business and uh but they are big around there and uh they if you don't have money they will feed you you don't have to pay them right there when you eat they will take an IOU, or they know you'll you'll pay them back somehow. That that's how how good these people are. They are just good people, and I can't stop talking about them. Anyways, um, quick history, a little bit about uh, the CB. There's I got this from Wikipedia. Um, in the United States, the Class D Citizens Radio Service or Citizens Band is one of several personal radio services defined by the FCC's Part 95 rules. It is intended to be a two-way voice communication service for use in personal and business activities of the general public and has a reliable communications range of several miles, though the range is highly dependent on type of radio antenna and propagation. Class A and B are no longer in existence. The frequencies were folded into the GMRS radio service. Class C is a radio control or RC model service. The CB radio is most frequently used by long-haul truck drivers for everything from relaying information regarding road conditions to location of speed traps and other travel information to basic socializing and friendly chatter. There are no age, citizenship, or license requirements to operate a CB radio in the United States, and the service falls under the license by rule part of the FCC rules. Basically, if one follows the rules, one is considered licensed. Operators may use any of the authorized 40 CB channels. However, not Channel 9 is used only for emergency communications or for traveler assistance, and the higher number channels are almost exclusively SSB modulation. Use of all channels is on a shared basis. However, a foreign, however, foreign governments and their representatives are not eligible to use citizen band radio within the United States. So, channel nine is always called the emergency channel. Used to, I know Ohio monitored channel nine. The state troopers were always on Channel 9. If you needed a state trooper, you could holler at them on Channel 9 and one would come running just as fast as, as calling 911. The, the Ohio state troopers, they don't really monitor it very much unless, you know, there's... I, I think they do monitor it, but they don't pay attention to it as much as they used to. But uh, they, they do hang out on 19 still. 
in instead of Channel 9. Arkansas cops and Michigan cops and even some Indiana cops. I think I've talked to an Illinois cop too. But anyways, I know for sure they monitor 19. The Arkansas cops are cool. They're funny. <laughs> uh, they don't always answer you. But if they're like sit, if there's there's one that watches 40 between Little Rock and Memphis, and he sits in the middle of the at about the 2:30, 2:31 somewhere around in there, and uh, you can holler at him. I, you know, every time I go by him, I hey Smokey Bear, are you stuck? And he'd be like, No, I'm not stuck. And I'd, oh, you better prove it. You better come out here and chase us down. And he'll come out, you know, and just you know, blow by us. He's, you know, he's a cool dude. Um, in Michigan, back in the late 90s, early 2000s, early aughts, there was uh, on Interstate 69 in Coldwater <coughs> at the scale house, uh, there was a DOT cop. And her name was Panda Bear. Uh, back then, she was probably late 40s, mid to late 40s. So I'd get my ass in trouble if she listens. But uh, Panda Bear was awesome. She was a very fair, very, very fair cop. You know, if, if you if you were doing something stupid, you definitely got in trouble. But but she, her husband was a is was a driver. I don't know if he's still around or not. But her husband was a driver and. Uh, Panda Bear worked all different kinds of hours. Sometimes she'd work third shift. Sometimes she'd work first shift. Sometimes she'd work second shift. And there was a couple of times she cut me a good break back in the in the late 90s. Uh, I'd be hauling ass down 69, and she'd be sitting in the middle instead of working the scale house. and uh, Or she'd be going north, and I'd be running south. And I'd be doing every bit of 70-plus miles an hour going down through there you know at one two o'clock in the morning and that was back when the speed limit was 55 for trucks in michigan and she'd get on that radio and she'd holler and she'd tell me to slow it down and i'd get on there and holler back at her she goes oh it's you <laughs> she goes you better slow it down otherwise you're going to jail by the time i get over there and then you know i'd slow it down and she, you know she'd come by me and just kind of flip the light at me and 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 holler at me and, and say good job driver she, you know, she liked her blonde jokes you could tell her blonde jokes all day long because she was a blonde and she thought they were hilarious and uh, there was another a county cop that worked in the same area his his CB handle was dead eye and uh, he swore up and down he had a laser gun that could shoot around corners and what he was doing was he would sit in the, in the middle in the, in the trees and shoot around the curve you know shoot straight through the curve so he would get you before you even saw him and uh he he actually lived on m60 outside of Takansha, and he would sit in his driveway some mornings and he would sit there with the car running and his wife would be standing outside drinking coffee talking to him and he's in the car and he's actually sitting in his driveway clocking people as they drive by <laughs> and yeah, he he was a cool dude too. Um, the the cops are are cool to talk to. A lot of them will talk. A lot of them gave it will give out their own bear reports. I was running across the eighty in Illinois one time, two three o'clock in the morning, 
and for probably 40 or 50 miles, I kept hearing about this cop that was running eastbound, and I'm running eastbound too. And he's, you know, he's not catching up to me, and I'm not catching up to him. I couldn't figure out where he was at. He was either a mile behind me or a mile behind me in front of me. I couldn't figure out where he was at. But he was, turns out, he was behind me because somebody was talking about a drunk driver going westbound. And as soon as you know that drunk driver went by, I saw these headlights behind me jump in the middle and turn around and go go west. And he's he's on there going Smoky Bear running westbound, da 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 mile marker. <laughs> it was it was hilarious. It was it was, it was fun times, and uh, don't have them a whole lot anymore. But you know they are out there. You just gotta talk and find them. Um, back to the brief history. Operation is permitted anywhere within the United States and its territories or possessions as well as anywhere in the world except within the territorial limits of areas where radio services are regulated by a foreign government or another U.S. agency such as the Department of Defense. Transmitters must be FCC certified and may not be modified including modifications to increase output power or to transmit on unauthorized frequencies. Output power is limited to 4 watts for AM transmitters and 12 watts peak envelope power for single sideband transmitters. The antenna may not be more than 20 feet above the highest point of the structure it is mounted to or the highest point of the antenna must not be more than 60 feet above the ground if installed in a fixed location. So what that basically means is you are restricted to... An antenna that is no higher than 60 feet from the ground and whenever you take your you buy a CB and then you go to a CB shop and get it peaked and tweaked and tuned that's illegal <laughs> but they do not enforce it because every CB radio shop in the country would be put out of business and uh, it's it's pretty cool I've my radio is a unit in 76 I believe and I bought it in 99 and uh, the 13 years that I went over the road or not over the road but local <coughs> only in the state of Michigan for about 8 of those years that CB sat in the trunk of my car and struck, you know, slid around and bounced and did all kinds of you know, rough and tumbling and had stuff dumped on it groceries sat on top of it for almost 8 years every day and uh, I took it out and put it in the truck when I when I quit doing the local stuff and it worked just like it did when I bought it um, the guy in Toledo, Stony Ridge Stony Ridge CV shop which is just south of uh Interstate 80 and um, where 280 comes in, they, we used to call it the T5 because it was the fifth exit in Ohio, exit number five, and there was five truck stops there. There's six there now, but uh, yeah, it, it's just south of the TA at the tire shop, and the dude is awesome. He puts a seal inside of it so that. We, you know, when he fixes it, if there, if something goes wrong with it, and you bring it back to him, and he opens it up, and that seal is still intact, he fixes it for free. So, and uh, I'm curious as to take it back down there and see, you know, just have him touch it up a bit, 
and see what you know what he thinks you know of his own work for what almost 20 years now so <clears throat> that's going to conclude this episode i am still building boneheadmedia.com once i get that uploaded and to the uh to my server and posted i will let everybody know that that's where you can where you can find it and find the show notes um here i've got another episode that i'm going to post that's pre-recorded it's called safety on the road and it's got clifford in it um it's kind of a uh, spoof of of uh star wars and star trek so it's, it's kind of funny um but it, it's got a real serious subject on there and then uh another uh, we're gonna have a six-part series of, of doing pre-trip that's going to be done just like this episode i'm going to re-record it i'm not going to post the old one because the old ones were kind of kind of boring um the uh, another another one that's going to come up is going to be uh entertainment on the road how how you entertain yourself you know while you're you know and then we're going to have a episode about trucking apps what to use what not to use and that fun kind of stuff so without further ado i'm going to get off here because this is probably like a 30 or 40 minute episode so you guys always be good and always be safe and never ever stick your finger where you wouldn't stick your face see you next time okay don't forget you can find me at uh right here on anchor.fm app hit me up through the messages there you can email me at unclebonehead at pm.me that's u-n-k-l-e bonehead dot at pm.me um look for me all over the socialist networks um i'm uncle bonehead or ryan Radenauer, everywhere pretty much and uh yeah we'll see you guys again next time later <laughs>